Hey, what's up, podcast? This is Matt Shalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Shalava. And I've been thinking a lot about today's episode, trying to figure out what I wanted to talk about. And there hasn't been a whole ton that I can go into that I've been doing just because there hasn't been a whole lot to do. But um, as a new reseller, there were a few things that I think I struggled with or didn't really understand. And so kind of just wanted to talk about one of those things today, um, recap a little bit of my day as well. It's been pretty, pretty normal average day. I mean, went to work, came out of work, went to uh, Walmart to pick up some mac and cheese, found a couple items that I could resell, and now I'm on my way over to her house to hang out for the evening. So not really too much going on, um, not really a, a whole ton else to say about it, but uh, it's been pretty good. There were a few releases today that I missed on. A couple Disney, well, one Disney release and then a couple other things that came out and um, ran the bot that I have for them. I ended up getting the Disney release, but there was some back-end stuff that Disney did to determine who was running bots and who wasn't. So a lot of people that were running bots didn't actually end up getting the item. So that was kind of a bummer. But it was still cool to at least see that I had a setup that worked for it. And the thing about bots is that there are different setups that you have to do uh, depending on what the item is, different keywords that you can look for, different links that you can use, different uh, delay times, which delay how fast. I think that they delay how fast it actually checks, it starts checking out the product. Um, but I'm super new to it, and I don't know a whole ton. I know a lot more than when I started, but uh, I'm super green to the whole botting, uh, the whole botting kind of thing. So it's been good. I've enjoyed it, but there's just a lot more that I need to learn, and I kind of want to start to pick up on it a little quicker than I have been, and then look into investing in one that can do uh, different things like a Shopify site and stuff like that. Because the one I have now really doesn't do a whole lot of Shopify or anything. It does mainly retail stores, so um, which is good. I enjoy using it and stuff. It's a good one to learn off of, but I'd like to get into a little bit more uh, of a advanced type of botting than just plugging away at a, a couple of retail stores here and there. So that was good, but um, didn't pick up a whole lot today. A few items at Walmart, a few items that were popping up online and stuff, so... It was pretty good. Not not a whole ton else to say. Made a lot of sales. I sold all, out of almost everything I picked up yesterday, so I was pretty happy about that. But it's just been, it's one of those things where if I'm selling out a product, I need to go get more and kind of running out of, of things to look for with there just being so many uh, items sold out in stores and stuff. So it's been a, uh, it's been kind of a grind trying to figure out new things that I can sell, but I've been really enjoying it because it's kind of opened my eyes into what I can sell and what diff- different types of items I can look for. So I'm primarily looking to move in, I think I've said it before, but a lot more into technology stuff. Um, it just it sells so fast for me depending on what it is and depending on how limited the release is or how hard it is to get in different areas. So different tech stuff, different electronic stuff, I'm going to look into doing a lot more of that just because the profit is pretty good on it. The ROI may not be super high, it may not be super high just because you're spending, um, you know, 300 bucks to make 100 bucks, and you're making 33%. But when you can buy 
four, five, ten items at 300 bucks to make 100 bucks, you're making a pretty good payday, especially if those items are moving really quick. So that's something I'm, I'm happy to kind of dive into and has been one positive of the coronavirus is that I've actually been able to learn a little bit more about what items I want to resell and what items I should be targeting. So that's been kind of good. But like I said, some of the things that I struggled with as a reseller um, starting out, they hindered me because I was pretty green. I mean, I didn't know anything and a lot of us don't. A lot of us have never resold before, so it's super new. And I messed around a little bit on eBay before selling used iPods I found on Craigslist, selling a couple pairs of shoes I found at the outlets here and there, but never really found, uh, never really sourced items to make profit consistently. And so the thing with me starting out as a reseller was that I had heard all of these crazy stories of people going to a garage sale and finding um, different items that sell for way more than they paid. And I mean exorbitantly high amounts. I'm talking like Gary Vee when he went to a garage sale and bought $20. He paid $20 for a set of Olympic pins. And there had to have been like 500 pins in this set. And he, the profit on it ended up being around four grand. You know, to spend $20 and turn it into four grand is pretty amazing. And so that's one of the things that I had always wanted to do. But I quickly found out that it was a lot harder than just going to any garage sale and finding those items. The The thing about it is, is those don't pop up that often. And so for me, I kind of didn't look for them very often because I, after my first couple garage sales and thrift stores, I kind of came to the conclusion that those are rare. But me coming to that conclusion also had me kind of rule those out for something I would ever find. And so I stopped kind of looking for those types of items and that was one of the things that I kind of struggled with, you know, trying to learn when to look for rare items and when to kind of strike on something that looks like it's going to be a really profitable item. And that's one of the things that I wanted to talk about. So for me, when I started out, I didn't really know what a good deal was. I didn't know what I was looking for. I didn't know when to kind of go all in on an item. And I've slowly over time gotten a better sense of what items are going to be really profitable, which ones I've seen something else like it sell well, and vice versa, I've seen something else not sell well. And so that just comes with time. But, you know, the thing that I wish that I had done earlier is when I find something that my gut is really pulling me towards, I wish that I would have went in on it a little bit more than I did. Because I always had that part of me holding me back going, you know, you're new at this, you don't really know what you're doing, this is probably going to end up being a bad buy. And probably 90% of the time, things that I bought were bad buys. I either shouldn't have bought them or I just wouldn't buy them now because there's not enough profit in them for me. But there have been a couple times where I went to a Nike store and found a couple pairs of shoes and I bought maybe two of them when I could have bought 10. And there's not really a difference between buying two and buying 10 when you're buying them on a credit card that you can return anything within 30 days. It's essentially risk-free. So, but I didn't really know what I was doing and I didn't feel like I knew what I was doing. So when I saw the shoes selling for a hundred bucks profit a pair, I kind of freaked out a little bit going, well, is this real? How many of other resellers have found this? Is this really too good to be true? And then I would hold myself back by two or three pairs and, and kind of, hold my profits uh, back from being maximized to what they could have been. And over time, I've come to learn that 
one of the best things to do is to, when you see something like that, go with your gut. And that's not saying every time you see something, go with your gut, especially if your gut always says that this particular item or any particular item for that matter is going to sell for a lot. But for me, whenever I really felt drawn to buying an item, it was typically an item that was gonna sell really well, but I just didn't know, I didn't feel comfortable enough with it because I didn't know how to sell that well yet. And so that's one of the things I wanna encourage you to do. If you feel very good about an item, it's never a bad idea to you know, go a little bit out there and actually buy a little bit more of it. There's two things that are gonna happen. You have two options. There, option A is that you make a lot of money on the item. So when I found a couple pairs of the Jordan 4 tattoos, they were, I think they had probably 10, 20 pairs in stock. And I could have went all out and bought as many as I wanted. I had enough money to supplement you know making buying all those and i had a credit card that i could have definitely put those on and been fine and like i said just return them if it didn't work out but i only bought two pairs and i ended up selling both pairs that night and made about 75 to 100 bucks on each pair and that's just one of the things where i kind of was kicking myself going why didn't you buy more pairs and so the next day i went back and they didn't have any left and it was one of those things where that was an example of a time where I felt very, very good about the item, but I didn't, I didn't feel comfortable. I never spent that amount of money. And so the thing I'm trying to say is you will never get somewhere that you imagine yourself being if you don't actually try and go a, bit, a little bit further or push yourself a little bit farther each time you do something. And so if you're only spending, if you're only looking to spend 100 bucks per time that you actually go to the Nike store, and you never spend more than 100 bucks, you can't ever expect to make more than about 100 to 200 bucks profit, depending on how good of a shoe you find. But you can't ever expect to really make more than that because you're not putting yourself out there and buying a lot more than the average time you would go. And so when you find that shoe that's gonna make you $75 profit and they have them in stock because they got an overstock of them and you can go all in on it, I encourage you to at least give it a try. The other option that you'll have is option B, where you go all in on an item and you completely tank. And the item does terrible and you kind of realize that you bought a terrible item. But from everything that I've done so far, every time I buy an item that does terrible for me, I usually find a way to sell that item and still make a little bit of profit. And I also realized that that item and maybe other items like it may not be ones that I want to source in the future, which is huge because when you're not doing a ton in sales, you can't really go all in on an item too much because you won't be able, you don't have enough money to. So, you know, going all in on an item now for you may be buying five of it instead of one, but at least you know in the future that whenever you have enough money to go and buy 30 of that item, you already bought five before and you realized that, hey, those five didn't sell. I'm definitely not gonna spend all my money and buy 30. So you kind of learn through that and it pushes you a little bit farther and teaches you a lot. I mean, the biggest things that I've learned are from items that I've bought and haven't sold or items that I bought and done terrible with. And sometimes it's taken me a couple times to buy, uh, you know, multiples of an item and or, or multiples of a type of item before I realized that it doesn't sell. So back in during Christmas time, I bought a bunch of the 
it's a huge YouTuber. His name's Ryan, uh, and he does a lot of, like, his brand is Ryan's World. And so he opens different toys and stuff. He did a lot of unboxing on YouTube and different things like that. And his show is primarily toy-based. And he got so big that he partnered with a toy-making company, and now he has his own line of toys. And originally, when he first came out with these toys, I think he had a like a, a line of eggs, and they were called his mystery eggs. And they came in all different colors, but one color in particular, I think it was the gold one, was selling for 50 to 60 bucks an egg. And they retailed at Walmart for, I think, 30 bucks, and then went on clearance for like 15 bucks. So you're making good money because Walmart is a retail store, so they're gonna stock a lot of that item. So people were going in there, buying them for 30 bucks a piece, and then selling them on eBay for 60 bucks plus. I mean, I think I even saw people selling them above above that like upwards of uh near 100 bucks and stuff so they were doing really well and people were making a lot of money on this item well people caught on the item kind of lost value because so many people started trying to sell it that they started undercutting each other and kind of creating a the kind of going back to supply and demand where there was a lot more supply now in the market so the price went down and people were kind of woke to ryan and his uh, different toy line now and so when he rolled out another toy in November I think it was the mystery piggy bank everybody bought it and it was on walmart.com it was on target.com you could buy as many as you wanted and I bought I think five or six of them which at the time for me was kind of a lot because I didn't really know what I was doing that well and not that I do now but at least I have a better idea of what I'm doing and it probably I think I spent like 300 bucks on these things like I put a decent amount of money out for myself at the time and so uh, I realized that after I bought them I'd made a huge mistake thankfully it was Walmart and they could take them back so it really wasn't a huge loss but um, you know I, I didn't lose any money but one of the things I realized was that after sitting there for two to three weeks and not selling these things this type of item wasn't something that I was gonna ever try and look for again and so when I'm looking for toys now, I'm not gonna necessarily look for the hottest toy that everybody's been buying for a while, because typically if that toy is still in stores, I'm not gonna source that. But that was just an example of how I've learned through looking for different items, what I can and can't buy based off of the profits I wanna make. So that's just kind of an example of how you can, how you can learn from things like that. So what I'm trying to say is, point of me telling you all this would be that you need to at some point try and level up your reselling and if you just started a couple weeks ago this probably isn't the best time for you to do that but if you're somebody who's been doing it for a while it's always a good idea to try new things if you've never really bought a ton of an item before don't spend all of your money, but spend a little bit more than you think that you would if you feel really comfortable with that item. If the comps are there and they look really good on eBay for the solds, you know, buy a lot of it and see what happens. I That's some of the ways that I've learned really the best in reselling, and it's been a lot of the time how I've made the most money. And you can worry a lot about how what you'll do if the item doesn't sell, what you'll do if it the price tanks, but... What I've typically found is that most people aren't willing to sell an item less than they paid for it, 
depending on what the item is, but you know, if you're looking for something that is electronics or something that is uh, has a little bit of hype behind it, whether it be like a, a hot kid's toy or a uh, a new sneaker or something, most of the time the price isn't going to go so low that you're ending up losing money. And even if you do lose money, it's not a ton. It's usually you're going to lose maybe <clears throat> 10, 15 bucks on it at the most, depending on how much it costs. So I encourage you to put yourself out there a little bit more, pay a little bit more for an item and, or pay a little bit more than you would and buy a lot of items and you have a better chance of making a lot of money. If you hit on two items, you're going to feel good, but if you bought 10 of that item and they all sell out, then you're going to make a lot more money, you'll have learned something, and you'll just feel good about yourself. You'll kind of have a little bit of regret if you don't do it, and if you do it and it doesn't work out, you may have some regret, but it's a lot easier dealing with that than the what if I didn't buy this and it not working out. So I think I'm going to go. I think I'll leave you with that, but uh, you know, kind of kind of try to uh, look for items right now that you can source, that you can source in higher quantities and that can make you a good amount of money. Um, that's that's kind of the, the game that I'm playing right now. I'm trying to look for items that I can buy more than just a couple of. Um, I'm trying to look for items that I can sell pretty quick and make around 50% to 100% back on. So that's kind of what I'm doing. I encourage you to try and find some items like that for yourself and to go at it. So that being said, I'm going to go, but you guys have a good one, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Peace.